0: Good evening and welcome to this week's edition of Ghana In Focus with myself Kwame, Ghanaian broadcaster, journalist, podcaster and entrepreneur. And in this week's edition of Ghana In Focus, it is a special because today, 6th of March, marks the 65th anniversary of Ghana gaining independence from British colonial rule in 1957. And so today, on Ghana in focus, we ask the question, is Ghana really independent? All right, so uh, before we get into this podcast, uh, just to advise that if you like what you hear, uh, we have other podcasts available as well, and you can check those out on our website. And also, if you would like to uh, donate as little as one US dollars a month, it will help us to bring out more uh, great content from Ghana in focus. Alright, so uh, let's get into this podcast. And we're asking the question, is Ghana really independent? Alright, so on the 6th of March, 1957, Ghana got its independence after more than a hundred years of British colonial rule. Uh, when Ghana's first president, Dr Kwame Nkrumah, or best of best memory, said that Ghana, or rather, as he, I repeat, he said, "A long last the battle has ended. And that Ghana, your brother country, is free forever. And if you want to know more about uh, Dr. Kwame Nkrumah, uh, there's also uh, on the website uh, a couple of uh, great podcasts talking about the legacy of Dr. Kwame Nkrumah. And so, like I said, you know, Ghana uh, became an independent country on 6th of March 1957. But is Ghana really independent? So I like to tell the truth and not to sure things. So as a podcaster, as a journalist, I believe that I've got a duty to tell the truth as I see it. And unlike other podcasters or other YouTubers who talk about Ghana, I don't sure things. It is very uh, of me. It would be unprofessional of me as a journalist and a broadcaster to tell you that Ghana is all rosy and sweet and love and lightning. I want you to invest in Ghana, but I want you to invest and live in Ghana based on informed decision and also by putting all the facts as you see it and then you can make up your own mind if you want to live or invest in Ghana. And so today, like I say, I'm asking the question, is Ghana really independent? Now, when we look at the definition of independent, it states, and this is the dictionary version of uh, what it means to be independent. So it says here, independent means free from outside control, not subject to another's authority. Another definition is not depending on another for livelihood or subsistence. And then a large definition of independence is capable of thinking or acting for oneself. Now, given the three definitions of what independence is, Ghana, for that matter, any African country and even country in the, in the so-called Caribbean, is not independent. Because one, we are not free to, uh, or, or, or rather, we are not free from our control and we are subject to another's authority. We are dependent on others for our livelihood and assistance. And C, we are not capable of thinking for ourselves and acting for what's in our best interest. And I'll break that down in a minute. So this is why Ghana is not free. And for that matter, any African or Caribbean country. So, when we look at the key indicators of Ghana's economy, and that is the pillar on which I base this assertion of why Ghana is not independent. If you look at the the five key sectors of ghana's economy it is not run or owned or managed by ghana so for one we look at the banking sector in ghana right the top five banks in ghana only one only one of the top five banks in ghana is when we look at talk about assets and um yeah total assets only one of those five top five banks is actually ghanaian owned and that is ghana commercial bank. The others in that top five, not in any specific order, are Barclays, Standard Chartered, which are both British, Zenith Bank, and also Stambik Bank. One is Nigerian, Zenith, and the other is Stambik, which is a a white South African conglomerate bank. Yeah? So, the fact that Ghana does not control its own banking system to, to, to the fact that even the Bank of Ghana does not print its own money the money for our cities and passwords is actually printed from outside the country of Ghana so the fact that we don't even control our banking system and that only one of the top five banks is Whole Ghanaian owned. is true that Ghana is not independent. And even on the banking side. Did you know. That Ghana has to send its budget. To the UK. For it to be authorised. Or to be sanctioned. By the treasury in, this, in the UK. Before it actually goes to the Ghanaian uh, uh, parliament. For it to be ratified. And did you know. That up to 60% of Ghana's budget is actually uh, balanced by so-called donor countries like the UK, China, US. So Ghana is not independent in that regard. Now let's look at another key sector of the economy of Ghana. Gas and oil. Ghana does not control its oil. Because if it did, Ghana will get a much better, a much higher royalty rate for its oil. Today, more than ten years after Ghana became an oil producer, Ghana is only getting ten percent of royalties. The over ninety percent goes to foreign companies like U.S. companies, like Cosmos Energy, Italian company. Eni and other uh, European Euro American oil companies. Yeah. So is Ghana independent when we only get ten percent of the oil revenue and we don't control or own a large stake in the oil fields that produce oil in Ghana, and we don't even have an oil refinery. Where we have an oil farming, but it's not refining oil that Ghana, Ghana can use to supplement that it gets from outside. So although Ghana is an oil producer, in essence, Ghana does not really see any real, meaningful, tangible benefit of being an oil producer. Now we look at another key sector of the economy, that is telecommunications. Of the big players, and there's five of them. There's Vodafone Ghana. There's Tigo Airtel. There's MTN. There's Glow. And then there's another one. There's five of them. Not one of them is Ghanaian-owned. Vodafone Ghana is 30% government of Ghana. But the vast majority stake is owned by the Vodafone company which I think is a German stroke British company. Yeah? So even our own telecommunications, whereby people use internet facilities or people make phone calls via the mobile phone, particularly we as Ghanians do not have a stake in the telecommunications industry. Yeah? So we are dependent in that regard on others for giving us reliable internet and telecommunication services. Now the fourth aspect of Ghana's economy where we don't own it is mining. Mining in terms of gold, diamonds, bucks, etc. But particularly gold, Ghana is the world's biggest producer of gold. It overtook South Africa two or three years ago as being the world's number one producer of gold but yet all the main mining companies that operate in Ghana none of them is Ghanaian so you've got Anglo Ashanti which is mainly a British uh conglomerate you've got Anglo-American sorry Anglo-American sorry is a British American conglomerate you've got Newmont which is Canadian you've got Ghana Goldfields which I think is Anglo-Saxon and you've got Two or three other main mining companies that operate in Ghana that are not owned by Ghanaians. And the fact of the matter is, Ghana only gets 3%, 3% royalty rate from gold mining, gold production in Ghana. Yeah? And this is why there's illegal mining in Ghana, because the Ghanaians are not benefiting from these multinational companies. Who are operating in Ghana and mining Ghana, mining gold in Ghana. Last year alone, more than 10 million ounces of gold was mined in Ghana. Now, one ounce at current world prices is about $1,700 or $1,800 an ounce. You do the math yourself. If 10 million ounces was produced in Ghana last year, times 10 million by 1,000. Let's use it as $1,600. You do the maths and see how much gold Ghana, you know, was made in Ghana last year. But we only got 3% of gold. Does that tell you that we are independent when we can only get 3% of our gold in our coffers? The last example I'll give in terms of economy is retail. Retail is a massive plays a massive part in the economy of Ghana and did you know that of all the big retailers in Ghana none of them are owned by Ghanaians, indigenous Ghanaians so it shows you that we don't control our economy so if we don't control our economy which is a fundamental of any survival of a nation that tells you that Ghana is not independent the fact that you do not control the key aspects of your economy proves that you are not independent, but rather dependent. Again, if Ghana was independent, Ghana would be able to feed itself. Yeah, That is a sign of an independent, self-sufficient, self-reliant country. In terms of food production, Ghana is not independent. We are not self sufficient. We are not self reliant. Yeah. Ghana, for example, Ghana, in terms of rice production, even though there are efforts made by successive governments, including this government, to uh, encourage local farm rice production, Ghana is importing more than $1 billion worth of rice every year. One billion dollars worth of rice. And rice is one of the key staple foods in Ghana. Along with maize, millet uh, and, and cassava and yams. Yeah? We import more than one billion dollars worth of rice every year. And even we import things like even cassava. You can Google it. Ghana imports cassava from China. China! Ghana imports cassava. And there are foods like tomato. Even plantain, green banana, cocoyam, we import it. But yet the almighty has blessed Ghana with fertile land in which you can grow anything. But yet we are importing food every year with billions of dollars. While our farmers, our local farmers, struggle to raise capital to grow even five acres of food. Yeah? So it shows you that Ghana is not independent because we are dependent on others for the food that we eat in Ghana. If you look at housing, if we are an independent, self-reliant, self-fulfishing country, we should be able to house ourselves. Unfortunately, right now in Ghana, there is a housing deficit of more than 3 million units. Don't get me wrong, That has been built in Ghana, but these houses are basically for the top end. So these houses are going for $250,000, $300,000, $400,000, half a million dollars, $150,000. This is way, way out of the reach of the ordinary Ghanaian. And this is why there's a massive housing crisis in Ghana, where more than 3 million units are needed to even make housing didn't catch up with deficit because housing particularly in accra is very very expensive in terms of renting and even in terms of building a house you know because of covid and uh, the economy not doing as well as it is cement the, the price of cement has gone by more than 30% in the last 2 years alone alone things like iron rods and other Uh, building materials that are needed to uh, build houses. So even if we look at housing, shelter, to, to provide shelter, which is basic, we can't even do that in Ghana. Right? And even this COVID thing proves that we are not independent because even though Ghana is blessed with natural plants, Ghana was coerced, yeah, to take the vaccine which had been made by other people like Johnson Johnson, Pfizer, Moderna, and the Russian version, Sputnik. So if you are independent, like one of the definitions that I made said, it says that capable of thinking or acting, right, for oneself. So the fact that Ghana was coerced or manipulated to take the vaccine from other countries rather than producing its own, tells you that Ghana is not an independent country because we are not able to think and act for what is in our best interest as a sovereign state. Yeah? So, the vaccine is a massive example, the coronavirus vaccine is a massive example of why and how Ghana is not an independent country. Yeah? So, there are many, many other... uh, uh, fundamentals with society in Ghana like I've mentioned about housing, I've mentioned about um, you know um, employment I've mentioned about you know, the key set of the economy and even when we look at even education whose system of education do we have in Ghana? We don't have an Afri- African curriculum the curriculum in Ghana is either an American curricula a British curricula Uh, a French curricula, a German curricula, or even an Arabic curricula. In Ghana, we should be having a Ghanaian curriculum that is conducive to the Ghanaian environment, to the Ghanaian culture, and more importantly, the nation-building aspects of Ghana. But yet, our system of education is a colonial uh, education system that does not benefit the country. And you wonder why the country is in the state that it's in. With a massive uh, debt, GDP ratio of about 78%. The fact that we're, we are importing so much food, the fact that we don't control our economy, the fact that we have a housing deficit crisis, has all to do with the fact that we don't have a system of education that is a, you could say, a genuine African system of education that will... Elevate the country to where it needs to be. But we are following a Euro uh, uh, system of education that does not benefit the country's national building interests. And so from this short presentation, I could go on, but I don't want to do a long presentation, but from this short presentation alone, you can identify that Ghana is not an in Dependent country Ghana is a Dependent country Which Relies on Others For its own Survival In many Assets Of its its Of its life And so uh, For Ghana To become a Truly Independent country It must Become self-sufficient In basics Like housing Education Food Shelter Etc Even healthcare And that's another thing I haven't touched upon Healthcare Is something that is, you know, leads out to be designed in Ghana. And so we have a long way to go if Ghana is to become a truly independent state. And so I thank you very much for listening to this uh, Ghana In Focus special. Asking the question, is Ghana really independent? And like I said before, if you've enjoyed the program, the show, please share please like, and also you can donate as little as one US dollar a month to help us bring out more great content from Ghana. And so for myself, Kwame, and from all the crew here on Ghana In Focus, thank you very much for listening, and we'll see you in the next podcast.